Nedarim Daf Samach Gimel. The last thing we were discussing was if a person vows until the harvesting season, he meant the, the harvesting of wheat, and he's not allowed to eat whatever he said, or he's not to do whatever he, he's going to do until the beginning of the wheat harvesting season. And the Gemara started if a person said until the beginning of the harvesting of figs, and he was in the north, by the mountains, by the Galil, and then he moved to the valley. He meant uh, when he vowed, he meant the Galil. Therefore, he has to wait until the Galil harvesting season. Next, we said in the Mishnah, if a person vows until the rain, until the, the, the rain should be, Tanakama said until the second quarter of rain comes, and Rabanchi Won Gamliel says until that time comes, but it doesn't have to rain. So with that, we're going to start Samach Bet Amud Bet, four lines from the bottom, which says, by the two dots, which says, So, Amar Bizera, we're not two lines from the bottom. Rabizira said, Mahloket, the Mahloket between Tanakama and Rabban Shimon Gamliel is the Amar Ad Geshamim, when a person said, until the rain season. Abal Amar Ad Geshem, when he said, until the rain, then Tanakama agrees that Ad Zman Geshamim Kamar, until the time of the rain. And the Ran explains when a person says Ad Hageshim, then we understand that it means until the rainy season. The problem is when someone says Ad Geshamim, what did he mean? And that's why the Mahloket, meaning with Ada Geshim, everyone agrees a person wouldn't put himself in the Safek, and therefore a person means until the beginning of that season. But when he said Ada Geshamim, he put himself in Safek, so now you have a Mahloket, what it means. So the Gemara has a problem. Metive. We have a bright that says as follows Ezohi Zemana Shil Revi'ah. Now, Revi'ah doesn't mean quarter, it means uh, it means water going into the ground, like Nashon uh, Rovi'ah, like an animal is with a, with another animal, says Revi'ah. That's what it means. So, when and there's, so there's three uh, three parts to the rainy season. So, Habechira is Bishlosha, the third of Hashvan, Benonit, the, the second one is Bishiva, the seventh of Hashvan. And Afila, the latest one, is Baisim Mushlosha on the 23rd of Heshvan. That's the Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Uda Omer, the three times are Bishiva, 7th of Heshvan, or Bishiva, 17th, or Baisim Mushlosha, the 23rd of Heshvan. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Bishiva, the 17th, or Baisim Mushlosha, on the 23rd of Heshvan, or Chodesh Kislev, and Chodesh Kislev. Vechen Hayar Rabbi Yossi Omer. And Rabbi Yossi used to say this so when it comes to fasting. For the rain, in the that the special, unique people who used to fast for these type of things, they would not start fasting until Rosh Chodesh Kislev. We said in Masechet Anit on this Brayta, I understand why you have to tell me the first, uh, the first part of the rainy season. So this way we, we know what to say. I understand why because that's when we have to start fasting. So what about the second one? What, what do you need it for? Why do you need to tell me when the second part, uh, second part is? If a person vows until the rainy season, he's, meaning, he's talking about that second set because it's not too early, it's not too late, it's it's average, and that's what he meant. We said on this Brayta, who does the following Brayta go like, where Rabban Shimon he said, if rain rained back to back seven days, you could count it as the first and second part of the rainy season. Who's it go like? He also could be see that the first one's on the 17th, uh, the second one's on the 23rd, that's seven days in between.
Perfect. Now the problem is over here, Rabbanim Yaon Megamliel holds that it needs to rain in our Mishnah. Said Rabbanim Megamliel says just until the time comes. So what does Rabbanim Megamliel hold? So the Gemara explains Zahu the Amar Adigeshamim. No, over there we're talking about a situation where a person said uh, until it should rain in plural. And that's the Mahlokat Rabbanim Megamliel Hachamim. That if a person said just Adigeshim, everyone would agree it's until the second set of rain, until that time comes. Next Mishnah. If a person's in the beginning of the year, I vow not eat drinking wine for the year, and then all of a sudden they added another Adar, he's not allowed to drink that year, plus that extra Adar. If someone said, Adar, if someone said, I'm not drinking wine until Rosh Chodesh Adar, he meant Adar, he meant until the, the beginning of the first one. Ad Sof Adar, if he's until the end of Adar, meaning Ad Sof Adar Arishon, until the end of the first Adar, that's what he was talking about. And the Gemara uh, starts, and it sounds like Almas Tama de Adar de Kamar Rishon. It sounds like when someone just says the word Adar, doesn't specify, it's talking about the first Adar. So, Matnitin it sounds like our Mishnah is like Rabbi Uda, and not Rabbi Meir, the Tanya. We have a Mishnah when it comes to any contract or get that's been written on a leap year. Adar Harishon Kotev Adar Harishon Adar Sheni Kotev Adar Stam Diverbi Meir Bimir holds Adar Harishon. You gotta specify it's the first Adar, Adar Aleph. The second Adar, you just write the word Adar and everyone understands. Why? Because according to him, people call uh, Stam Adar, we're talking about Adar Bet. Adar Rishon Kotev Stam, Adar Sheni Kotev Tinyan, Rabbi Yehuda holds, the, the main Adar, the one that people just call Adar, is the first one. The second one, you have to write Adar Bet. And it sounds like our Mishnah, which says Atsof Adar, we're talking about the first Adar, it sounds like it's going according to Rabbi Yehuda, not Rabbi Meir. So Amar Abaya says, no, I feel Rabbi Meir, you can even say it's according to Rabbi Meir. It depends if he knew it was going to, to be a leap year or not. If he knew it was going to be a leap year, then when he said Adar Stam, he meant the second one. If he didn't know it was going to be a leap year, then he meant the first one. And that's what the Mishnah was talking about. He didn't know. And the Gemara proves it. We learned in the Ad Rosh Chodesh Adar. If a person says until the first of Adar, Ad Rosh Chodesh Adar Yishon, he meant until the first Adar. If it was a leap year, then Ad Rosh Chodesh Adar Sheni, then he was talking about the second Adar. Now the language is not clear because it sounds like the first part we're talking where it's not a leap year. I mean, how does that make sense? Right? And it's not Shaykh to say Adar Rishon if it's not a leap year. No, Shmamina, what are you coming to teach me over here? That if you knew it was going to be a leap year, then you're Asur until the second Adar. But if he didn't know, then he's Asur only until the first one. Next Mishnah. If a person vows he's not drinking wine until it should be Pesach. We said before that if a person says it's until after. That's with everything else. When it comes to wine, he was only thinking until the night of Pesach. Until that's the time where people sit down to drink the four cups of wine, part of the Haggadah, part of Lila Zeder. A person, when he said he wasn't thinking that he wants to skip over that mitzvah. And by the way, the uh, the Ramban explains in his halachot. 
is not like Rabbi Yehuda, rather like the Stam Mishnah we said on Dav Samach, that if a person says Ajiya Pesach, it means until after Pesach, even in regards to wine. On the other hand, the Ra'ah brings down that the halacha is like a Ryuda because we mentioned him separately in a Mishnah that talks about the separate halacha and therefore the halacha is like him. And the Me'iri sets it up beautiful that really um, Rabbi Yehuda and the Tanakama before they agree on that Ajihe means until the end of that time. The question is when it comes to wine and Pesach, what does the end of that time mean? Does a person really think that he is going to prohibit himself let us say there, or that's not what he was thinking? Okay. Uh, same idea. Prince says, I'm not eating meat until uh, until after the fast, which is Yom Kippur. He's only asur to eat meat until the Saudah before Yom Kippur. Because this person only wants to prohibit himself until the time where people usually sit down to eat meat. Rabbi Yossi Beno, Rabbi Yossi, the son of Rabbi Yehuda, Omer, Konam Shum Shani Toem Achetehe Shabbat. If a person vows from garlic that he's not tasting garlic until Shabbat, Eno Asur Ela Adlele Shabbat. He's only Asur until Friday nights, but meaning he's going to eat the garlic on Friday night. He was only trying to prohibit himself until that time where people usually eat garlic. Why it's a takana of Ezra, and it's one of the ten takanot in Babakama, that Ezra was metakin, that Ben Israel should eat garlic. It makes more zera. And the fascinating Quran over here says that Rabbi Yossi is arguing Rabbi Uda, that Rabbi Uda would only allow that in a case where it's one of those obligation things like the four cups of wine, but not one of those takana things like the garlic. If a person If a person tells his friend, I vow I'm not having any benefit from you if you don't come and take for your children uh, a core of, of wheat, uh, two barrels of wine, I want to give you something, you have to take it. In that type of case, they could annul the vow even to a rabbi. The other friend could tell me, you only said it because you want to give me a gift because that's for honor. It's my honor not to take. I hate getting gifts. And therefore, just listen, that'll be my kavod. And I'll, I'll think, I'll count it as if you gave it to me. The thought that counts sort of thing. As long as it was done for kavod, we, you could keep your gift and we don't need hatra uh, nidarim. Same thing, if a person vows a benefit from his friend, I vow that you can't have any benefit from me if you don't give my children a core of wheat and two barrels of wine. Rabbi Meir Omer, Asur Achit, and Rabbi Meir says, they're not allowed to benefit from each other until he actually gives it to him, because that's what he wants. Also over here, you could another vow without a rabbi, and he could tell him, listen, a person could say it's as if I, I, I got it already. Meaning, he wants him to take, his, to take care of his children, I took care of your children, you take care of my children. All of a sudden, the guy became rich, and his children don't need help anymore. Okay, never mind. You don't need, uh, you, you don't need uh, the rabbi to do a case. So let's say people were, uh, were pushing this boy to marry his sister's daughter. It's a mitzvah. We learned in Masechet Yibamot, Samech Bet. It's a mitzvah. 
the boy vowed that uh, I vowed that she's never going to have any benefit from me forever. Or a person divorcing his wife. He vows that she's never going to have any benefit from me forever. They could have benefit from him. This person was only talking about Ishut, meaning being together. He wasn't talking about other things. So he could share food, he could give gifts, but he can't be with them. And same thing, Hayam is Sarev Bahavirosh of a person who was pushing his friend, come eat by me. And Amar Konam the Vilchashani Nichnas, and he vowed, I'm not walking into your house. Tipatsonen Shani Toim Lach, I'm not tasting anything even cold from you. Mutali Kanistabito, he's allowed to walk into his, uh, in his friend's house. He taught me Menotson, he's allowed to drink cold. This person was only worried that if he enters his house, he's going to sit there for a big meal. He, he's gonna, and he's going to come late home, for example. Uh, so that's what he was worried. So he's allowed to step in, taste something, and make a and walk out. He wasn't really, he didn't really mean that he's not walking and eating in his friend's house. He just didn't want to stay there for too long. And Adkadekach, this vow is not a vow that the Rosh is posseg, that he's even allowed to eat and drink. And if they end up uh, having one big meal, then that's even that's okay. It's not Avera. However, the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch say that he's only allowed to drink cold, taste something, get out, but he's not allowed to stay there for a big meal. Hadran Allah Konami Yain. We've just finished the eighth parak of Masechet Nidarim. We'll start right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.